This is episode number 122 on grit. New concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. And each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren, and I am so fired up this morning to bring you my new favorite book of 2016, and that is Grit by Angela Duckworth. And what is grit? She sums it up in a pretty good quote right off the bat. She says, to be gritty is to keep putting one foot in front of the other, to hold fast to an interesting and purposeful goal to invest day, week, year in challenging practice and to fall down seven times and rise eight. Grit. So if you've never heard about Angela Duckworth, she is known as the world's leading authority on the science of grit. And I thought for so long grit was just a buzzword. It was a cliche word. It's actually an adopted word now in the psychological community as to how we're going to get up and get work done each day. And I hope you get as excited about these notes that I've compiled as I did putting them together. So again, what is grit? What is the technical definition of it? In essence, it's the combination of intense passion plus intense perseverance toward a long-term goal that matters to you. And guys, this is one of those books that I think is a must read for you if you're serious about reaching your maximum potential, your peak performance each day. And as I said, it's my new favorite book of 2016. I can't wait to go back through it again. But the thing that I want you to focus on here is being gritty makes all the difference when we get ready to get up each day and go do whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. Gritty people are unusually resilient in hard working, and they know in a deep way exactly what they want. Research has shown that over and over again. Stories of people in their life who have achieved great things have proven that time and time again, that not only did people at high levels of success have determination, but remember, they also have direction. You have to have a compass as to where you're going and know how to get there. And the biggest message I can send to everyone listening in on this this morning is not to mistake grit for talent. The book says that over and over. Grit does not equal talent. Grit usually manifests itself more when people were never perceived to be talented in the first place in all of the examples that are used in the book. So factors that work along with grit for success. Number one, prior experience. Number two, having a great mentor or teacher. Number three, baseline skills. All of those are great. But Duckworth tells us that the most important factor to success beyond prior experience, beyond having a mentor or a teacher that is well-versed in what they are doing and can guide you in a great direction, and beyond baseline skills, maybe just your God-given skills that you were born with, Duckworth says the most important factor of success is relentless grittiness. One of my favorite chapters in the book is she goes through this idea of beast 
And uh, the book says, quote, by the last day of beasts, 71 cadets had dropped out. Grit turned out to be an astoundingly reliable predictor of who made it through and who did not. The next year, I returned to West Point to run the same study again on grit. This time, 62 cadets dropped out of beast, and again, grit predicted who would stay. Stayers and leavers had indistinguishable whole candidate scores. I took a little closer look at the individual components that make up the score, and again, there was no difference. So what matters for making it through BEAST? Not your SAT scores, not your high school rank, not your leadership experience, not your athletic ability, not your whole candidate score. What mattered was grit. So Angela's research on the power of grit, guys, as you read through this book, shows that it begins at West Point, where new cadets are put through just an unbelievably hard summer welcome back called BEAST Barracks, or just BEAST for short. And for two months, these cadets are put through a super challenging initiation designed to help them make the transformation from new cadet into soldier. And a ton of people, as you can imagine, drop out during those seven weeks. And so military scientists for years have been trying to predict who would drop out. They've been doing that for decades, and they could not figure out with any certain accuracy who would stay and who would leave. And although their whole candidate score, which is going to include things like your SAT scores, your leadership experience, your athletic experience, uh, your GPA, although those things did predict who would do well over the course of four years at West Point academically, it did not predict who would actually stick around long enough to graduate. So here comes Angela Duckworth into the picture. She's got this grit scale that you will learn about if you go and read the book. It's just a super simple 10-question test. Uh, you can even take it online. I will link that in the show notes as well. But it's a super simple 10-question test that provides the most accurate prediction of who would have made it through the BEAST program. And she goes on in the book to describe this test. And she says half the questions were about perseverance. They ask how much you agree with statements like, I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge, and I finish whatever I begin. And then the other half of the questions were about passion. They ask whether your interests change from year to year and the extent to which you've been obsessed with a certain idea or project for a short time, but later lost interest. It all comes down, guys, to grit, and that's passion plus perseverance. If you want to make it through the beast challenges in your own life, you would be wise to start cultivating a higher level of grit on your own grit scale. So if you hear a resounding theme here, guys, we've mentioned that grit makes all the difference in the world. All of the cases that she went through where people were highly successful, grit showed itself most by sticking with your passions, but please don't mistake grit for talent. I think so many people look at guys like Michael Jordan and they look at other people, especially in the sports world, that's an easy place to point this out, where you look at athletes and you say, look, they're incredibly talented. It comes natural to them. Even from way back in their life when they were young, you can see episodes of success that led to where they are now. And yeah, they had to work some at it, but they're just naturally talented. And while that may be a small sliver, a very small sliver of the entire piece of the pie, what Angela Duckworth would tell you is it's all about grit. It's basically being very passionate about what you're trying to do and then persevering in that passion through repetition over and over and over. Like I said in the opening quote, being gritty is putting one foot in front of the other, holding fast to an interesting and purposeful goal, 
to invest your day, week, and year in challenging practice and to fall down seven times and rise eight. That is grit. So let's talk about grit, success, and talent relationship. And it was interesting in the book to me that Duckworth found that aptitude does not necessarily equal achievement. In fact, those who are aware of their natural talents, and most research studies that she quotes and cites in the book, those who were aware of their natural talents and gifts tend to have less grit than those who have worked hard to achieve the same level of performance. And once this level of work is established, many surpass those out there who are naturally talented through what? Through grit. So when a person is willing to work hard, their grittiness is worth more than natural talent. So if you're somebody who is watching a coworker at work or watching a business partner or watching some mentor that you love to follow, the thing you have to remember is natural talent is often surpassed by the less talented person who has a lot more grit. Use that to empower you today as you go out and try to tackle new things. And I think our society still tends to prefer naturally talented people over everyone else in things like business and sports or even, you know, music or entertainment. But unfortunately, guys, this can lead to very false and disastrous results, especially in business, in my opinion. And so the whole point of this section of the book comes down to the fact that effort is more important than talent. Effort is more important than talent. Without effort, your skill is nothing more than what you could have done, but you didn't. With effort, talent becomes skill, and at the same time, effort makes skill productive. So listen to the facets of that equation there. No effort equals unmet potential. Talent plus effort equals skill. Effort plus skill equals success. So again, no effort equals unmet potential. Talent plus effort equals skill. Effort plus skill equals success. So guys, if you want more grit in your life, you have to remember that effort counts twice. Effort counts twice. I can't say that enough. Talent plus effort equals skill. Skill and effort together also are going to equal achievement. So I think we all know that talent is how quickly your skills improve when you invest effort. If you practice something over and over, you're going to become more talented at that. But achievement is what happens when you take that acquired skill and you actually use them and apply them to whatever it is that you're trying to do. For someone who's an athlete, maybe that is practicing for hours and hours and hours, and then achievement happens in the game, right? Achievement doesn't really happen in practice other than your own personal growth, but what you take those skill sets and you turn those into that actually accomplish the goal that you've been practicing so hard for, that is going to be achievement. And as I said before, your opportunities in life or what you've been given, for example, or having a great teacher, you know, those matter tremendously as well. But Angela Duckworth's theory doesn't address those types of forces on how we become more gritty. And it certainly doesn't include luck. She's got a section in the book that goes through this whole idea of luck and people think that people just get lucky out there because of their natural talents. It doesn't talk about that. It's about the psychology of achievement but because psychology isn't all that matters, then that ends up being incomplete. What Duckworth's theory says is that when you consider individuals in identical circumstances, what each achieves depends on just two things. Two things. Out of everything out there, it's two things. It's talent and it's effort. Talent equals how fast we can improve a skill, and that absolutely matters. 
But effort factors into the calculation twice. Effort builds skill. And at the same time, effort makes skill productive. So when you're thinking about effort, it actually has two facets to the equation. Effort builds your skills. And at the very same time, effort makes your skills productive. It makes your skills actually mean something to where you can apply those and achieve. And if you look at two individuals in the same situation, you will find two simple variables that will make the difference in what each achieves. Talent plus effort. And remember, I said talent is how quickly you can improve your skills when you put in the effort. And that is important, but I can't stress enough that effort is counted twice. And of course, when we have control over how much effort we put in, then that makes it even more exciting, right? We can actually control the amount of effort we put in. And if that is a two times variable, then you're going to be able to move the needle a lot faster by controlling the amount of effort and getting up and working at this every day. So again, not to drive the point home too much here, but I think this is crucially important. Talent plus effort equals skills. Skills plus effort equals achievement. The amount of effort we put into cultivating our talent equals our skills. And the amount of effort we put into giving our skills to the craft or our trade or whatever it is that we're working toward, that equals achievement. And that little tiny equation, if we can lock that into our brain, is going to say a lot about what we achieve and how we control those achievements in our lifetime. So guys, this isn't rocket science. I'm not saying it's easy to build into your life. We have to work at it. But I think we make it a lot harder than what it actually is. When we work on our talents, they are going to become skills. And when we work hard on skills, we dramatically increase our likelihood of becoming productive, which what allows us to become better, which what allows us to then succeed. And I think we could fall into this trap out there, guys, if we're not careful by just believing that talented people will succeed and that having talent will bring great levels of success in their life. And that just lets untalented people off the hook and allows them to become lazy, in my opinion. But if you hear this equation, if you follow it in your own life, if you use effort with only a little talent, you will start to grow in a massive way. And then in most cases, you can overcome the success of purely talented people who aren't working hard toward that success. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And though that may seem cliche to some people, I think that's a very important thing to remember when it comes to grit. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And that's what the theme of this book is all about. How gritty you are going to be has very little to do with your natural abilities and talent. Though that can get us a little way and move the needle a little way down the scale, it is going to be those that work harder that are going to achieve more based on the grittiness and the effort, not just talent alone. So be sure and lock that in. Effort has to be required for achievement to happen. You can't achieve unless you try, regardless of whether you are talented to begin with. So people who are able to stick with a difficult challenge through continuous effort, those are the ones who show greater psychological development throughout adulthood as well. And numerous studies, guys, show that the ones who are willing to put in the effort, regardless of their talent, are ultimately the ones who find greater levels of success. So I think I've done a good level of defining grit and what the components of grit are. Now let's talk about your grittiness level because that matters too, right? We don't want to just know what grit means. We want to know how to build more grit into our lives. So here are some ways to look at your own life and how gritty you might be right now. 
Number one, gritty people are passionate about what they are doing. Check in on that with yourself. How passionate are you right now about what you're doing? Or could you become passionate about it by finding new keys to success and growing your grit level? Number two, passion makes people want to stick with what they are doing regardless of talent. I'll say it again. Passion makes people want to stick with what they are doing regardless of talent. Number three, consistency over time is a huge indication of grit. And number four, passion provides a compass to guide you as you explore where you ultimately want to be. So I think that's important to lock into as well. If we know deep down that we are wired in a way that we have even just a little bit of grit, then we can grow that grit over time by being passionate about what we're doing, which will make us stick to what we're doing regardless of talent, that will keep us consistent over time, and that's a huge indication of grit, and that will allow us to become more and more passionate as we use that passion for a guide to explore where we ultimately want to be. So the book goes into another section about seeing your goals as a hierarchy. We've got to put the ultimate goal all the way up at the top. So here's how we're going to build more grit and passion around what we're doing. Put your ultimate goal all the way up to the top. Your mid and low level goals can feed up to the top level goal. And these are short and specific goals. And when one of these mid or low level goals doesn't work, you have to look for a new goal. But here's the most important thing. That new goal has to lead toward the top. You've got to think hierarchy from the top down. The top goal is not a means to an end. It is the end itself. And when you're passionate, this top goal is constantly on your mind, which will then what? Cultivate more grit in your life. Now, I think it's interesting that she says you can substitute lower level and mid-level goals as you move forward, but only if those new goals still lead you to the end in mind. So always keep your main goal in mind and focus on that as you move forward. And you can eliminate mid and lower level goals that don't necessarily work just because what? We have a finite amount of time and energy. We don't want to waste a lot of time and then realize deep into the process that we should have ditched a goal long ago. But we can only detour away from that goal and replace it with another mid or low level goal if that mid or low level goal that we replace it with also leads to our ultimate higher level goal. All right, guys, moving along. I'm getting fired up here just talking about this. She goes through another section in the book talking about the analysis of some of the most remarkable figures in history. She mentions a lot of names and a lot of accomplishments here, and she reveals that the relationship between intelligence and accomplishment is exceedingly slight, okay? Again, it doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter how much talent you have. It matters how much grit you have. So things that showed a strong relationship to high achievers were, number one, having a clear top-level goal, as I just mentioned. What is your top-level goal, and are you clear about where you're really trying to get to? Number two, having a mindset of following through over time. I see too many people, too many entrepreneurs, too many of my clients, too many of my advisors, myself included sometimes, where we've got one foot in and one foot out. We don't have a mindset of follow-through over time. And if you stay in that world of one foot in and one foot out, then when things get tough, how easy is it for you to bail? Versus if you just jump in knowing that you cannot get out until you accomplish this thing that you're passionate about, how much more are you going to fight for it then? Number three, having 
perseverance, sticking with it as time goes on. Again, not one foot in, one foot out. It's follow through. It's sticking with it over time and then not quitting when encountering challenges. So for me, the big indication of grit that I took away from this, besides only having a sliver to do with talent, is that it is a consistent and persistent means to an end over time. It's having a mindset of follow through. It's persevering. It's not quitting when you encounter challenges. And number one, number one, we have to have a clear top level goal. We have to use that passion as a compass to propel us toward the top. And also in that section, she goes on to give the four traits that gritty people have in common. And I hope you're hearing some resounding themes here of commonality because we don't want to make this too hard. We want to make it as easy as we can. Our willpower is finite. We want to have lots of grit in our life and learn how to have lots of grit, but we don't want to make it too tough that we burn ourselves out. But listen to this. Here are the four specific traits that gritty people have in common. Number one, passionate interest. Number two, practice. That is daily discipline. What are your routines like? What are your habits like? What are your systems like? What are you building into your life to build borders and walls to protect you from distraction so that you can get into deep work? Number three is purpose, a belief in the meaning of the work. If you don't believe in what you're doing or you don't believe it's going to end in a long-term result that's beneficial for you and exciting for you, probably not going to stick with it very long, right? Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. And the fourth thing is hope, the optimistic belief in engaging in deep work despite setbacks. So again, four specific traits that gritty people have in common, passionate interest, daily discipline and practice, purpose, and hope, the belief that you are going to move forward despite setbacks. And cultivating and developing those things are going to help you grow more grit. So guys, as I get ready to wrap up the podcast here, I wanted to pull a great quote about grit in the bigger picture. I love this. It says, quote, on your own, you can grow grit from the inside out. You can develop interests and habits of daily skill building practices. You can connect your work to a purpose beyond self, and you can learn to hope when all hope seems lost. You can also grow your grit from the outside in. Parents, teachers, coaches, bosses, mentors, friends, Developing personal grit depends critically on your help from other people, end quote. So the exciting thing about that, guys, is grit is something we can grow. And as we continue to cultivate our own grit and we grow it, we're going to find that we are cultivating more satisfaction with our overall quality of life and well-being. So in summary, grit is a quality that nearly ensures success and satisfaction in life, and it is available to everyone. It can be developed beyond talent, and in fact, people who were more talented and didn't have to work hard at things typically ended up getting passed up in the research studies that she cites. IQ, talent, none of that matters as much as working hard. Grit can always be grown, it can always be learned, it can always be developed. So finally, guys, I'll leave you with some action steps that I hope encourage you. Number one, being gritty is a choice, so please decide right now that you want to be grittier. Start with your top interests in mind and explore those in greater detail. Also, pay attention to the things that you're passionate about when you make that top-level goal. And then make a set of lower and mid-level goals as well to begin working your way up as those mid and lower level goals feed up to the top level. And then number two, you have to honor 
that top level goal, which is the most important, both personally and professionally, and then adjust those lower level goals as necessary. But don't ever take your eye off of that top level goal as you stick to the journey. No matter what, stick to that top level goal until you develop the grit to make it happen. It comes by working hard, not your talent, not your IQ, not even necessarily the people around you, even though those things are important, but talent plus effort equals skill and skill plus effort equals achievement. Guys, thanks so much for joining me here today on the Success 101 podcast. If you've been enjoying the podcast episodes, please head over to iTunes and I cannot thank you enough if you give it a five-star rating That's what tells Apple how awesome you think this show is and keeps this thing going on into the future. If you want to connect directly to me, the best way to do that, you can shoot an email to thesuccess101podcast at gmail.com. You can also find me in the world of social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash success101podcast, on Twitter at Warren Jared, and on Instagram at Jared underscore Warren. I enjoyed having you here with me on the podcast today, and I hope you go and cultivate a new level of grit through your passion and practice. I'll see you again on another episode of The Success 101 Podcast. Until then.